Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. It's Sunday in the city. Welcome to TC Live at the U.S. Open, presented by Evian. As week one comes to a close, we have witnessed the end of one era and perhaps the start of another. This tournament was made to lift mere mortals to the heights of New York's tallest skyscrapers. But make a wrong move, and this city will take you down. On day seven, more memories will be made and more dreams will be shattered. A lot to get to over the next two hours. Rafa chasing the biggest piece of history left in New York. Can he win his third Grand Slam of the year and 23rd of his career? Plus, this is already Coco's deepest run in her four years at the Open. She plays today for a spot in the final eight. And out of a school tragedy in Michigan, we show you how a tennis dream survived and advanced all the way to Arthur Ashe Stadium last night. And we flash back to last century at the Open as we turn back the clock to uncover an undercover upset. We can't wait to see what that is. Taking a look at our featured matches, Coco Golf, the only American on Arthur Ashe Stadium today. Plus that blockbuster at night between world number one, Daniil Medvedev and Nick Kyrgios. And Al Jabeur going for her first ever win against Veronica Kudermatova. TC Live is always your two-hour pregame show to get you ready for first ball at the U.S. Open. Steve Weissman back with Sports Illustrated's John Wertheim, legendary coach Paul Anacone. <laughs> and for the final time oh, during this year's U.S. Open, the Canadian superstar, our friend, Jeannie Bouchard. It's your last day, Jeannie. I'm so sad, you guys. How I don't are we going to you all. But let's How be we... clear. You're, you're headed off to play tennis. Yeah. So yes. exactly. <laughs> I'm going to my real job now, guys. <laughs> it's been fun. What's been your favorite, favorite part so far? Uh, waking up at 2.30. Yes, it's <laughs> good times, good times. I've never done something like this in my entire life. It's fun. It's fun to challenge yourself and do different things. Um, it's great. I feel like I take a deep dive into tennis every time I come work at Tennis Channel, and I think it helps me on the court because I start knowing the players in much more detail than I would normally as a player. Um, I know, you know, trends, how they're playing, their form. I study um, the matches more. So, you know, this should be part of my... Cool. Playing routine. Well, two summers well, in a row. Yeah. But we hope you stay healthy and, and, and stay on tour for a long time. But you're always welcome back because Thank it's you. a TC family. Yes. yes, indeed. <laughs> of course, uh, Serena Williams, still a big story at the U.S. Open. Uh, folks all across the sports landscape talking about her, including NBA superstar LeBron James. Take a listen. First of all, I can start by just saying congratulations to you, um, to an unbelievable career. Um, you're a GOAT. I mean, what you've done for the sport um, of tennis, what you've done for women, and what you've done for just the the category of sport, period, um, is unprecedented. And uh, I wish you nothing but the greatest journey ahead you and in every endeavor that you have. I salute you, and uh, when I see you, um, I'll give you a big, giant hug as well to show my appreciation and um, more flowers to you. Hugs and flowers. Gotta love it. One of the few humans that can actually relate to outperforming enormous expectations. 
And uh, I mean, I think it's, you know, they're, they're peers. They came up together. They had a lot of the same pressures. But I, I think he hit on something that we've been talking about, which is you have Serena's impact on tennis, sport, and then broader culture. That this is really a, a, a titan. It's sort of like those, those Russian nesting dolls that she has different <laughs> levels of impact. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the coolest thing is that Ludacris sings about her and Venus in a song. That's when you know you made it. You get to <laughs> complete pop culture. So, that's so weird because that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I know you listen to that song, Paul. Ludacris. <laughs> so, Paul, are you not a part of any rap lyrics? I am, but I can't really tell you. It's going to be released soon. So <laughs> okay. We're just kind of keeping it quiet for the time. I'll let you know later in the week. For, perfect. I hope it's Lil Wayne. I'm just throwing it out there. Two chains. Two chains, even better. All right. How do you even know who that is, Paul? <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> Two chains. No eagle. Let everyone know soon. Okay. It's Looking forward to that. Stuff. We'll find out on, on the social media webs. Uh, taking a look at the Sweet 16 on the ladies' side. And one quarter of the players from Team USA, Coco, round of 16 for the first time. Danielle Collins actually only had three main draw wins at the U.S. Open entering this year. Doubled that total. Jesse Pagula. Best result at every major this year, Jeannie. And then, of course, Allie Riss doing it for the first time in nine years. Yeah, it's great to see all these girls doing so well. My favorite picks out of these guys, I think Coco and Danielle Collins are playing the best out of all four of these girls. Um, they've just looked so solid this entire tournament. Nothing has really bothered them in any of the matches. Um, and, you know, we'll talk about their matches later on. But um, it's great to see so many Americans do well at the American Slam. Yeah, it sure is. But one of the things that I've been interested to watch is I was curious at the beginning with Iga so unhappy with the tennis balls. Would she mm. be on edge? You know, would she be able to kind of reel that in? And I think the confidence of being the number one player in the world, the ability to deal with some of that adversity has shined through in her matches. She's playing some really tough tennis. Um, and uh, the further she gets, the more confident she gets, which is not great for the other people in the draw. You know what I didn't see on that board? A former champion. We're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a first timer, and whether it's our top seed Ega or whether it's an American for the first time since Sloane Stevens, um, a lot of possibilities on that draw. I like Coco as you do as well. The U.S. Open, what is it? It's wide open as always. So, looking forward to that. A lot to get to over the next two hours on this Sunday Fun Day TC Live. Matteo Berrettini, he a boss. Just rolling in. He Looking all GQ is. as oh, yeah, he right. does. <laughs> Big match against Alejandro Davidovich Fokina today. Our Evian Americans in action featuring Francis Tiafo plus Prakash Worldwide going no limit with Chris Eubanks. And it is a must-see story of the tennis world coming together to inspire love and hope after a terrible tragedy. But next... Which of these American stars would make it to week two? We will get you caught up on everything that went down yesterday. TC Live at the U.S. Open is presented by Evian, proud sponsor of the U.S. Open. Jeannie, John, Paul, and Steve back on TC Live presented by Evian. Tennis Plays for Peace is an initiative to bring the tennis community and fans together to support relief efforts for the war in Ukraine through the Global Giving's Ukraine Crisis Relief Fund. To learn more, please go to globalgiving.org slash US Open. Well, for the first time in nearly 20 years, five American men under the age of 26 making the third round of the US Open. Jensen Brooksby, one of those guys, Jeannie, taking on Carlos Alcaraz. Yes, unfortunately not uh, Brooksby's day. Alcaraz hey, was Alcaraz. just 
absolutely clinical in this match. He has so much power that he didn't really allow Brooksby to implement his awkward game and get under his skin. Um, Alcaraz so physical here, unbelievable speed to get that drop shot. Um, he said after the match that he thought he played amazing and that this is one of his best matches of the moment. And uh, you see him stretching all over the court there. Tend to agree with him. What a point. He should have put that second <laughs> overhead away, but at least he got it with a passing shot. Um, Alcaraz is just so aggressive with his physicality, his power, and even his spin. He's able to produce some variety. Unbelievable touch. What does this guy not have? That's a great question. Finished with a delayed bagel. Pretty impressive. Hasn't dropped a set all tournament. 46 winners. The youngest man to make back-to-back -back fourth rounds at the U.S. Open since Pistol Pete Sampras back in 1990. He's got Marin Cilic next. Uh, you know what they say, Paul? Nobody beats Richard Gasquet 18 times in a row. Well, Rafa Nadal, hold my beer. Yeah, well, maybe almost nobody. Rafa Nadal, once again, off to his uh, usual starts against Richard Gasquet, totally dominant, up 7-0 here. And Gasquet just struggled to do anything to make Rafa uncomfortable. This is a match I think Rafa needed to have. He was a little bit choppy first two rounds, especially at the beginning of both matches, but not today. Played such solid tennis, a 6-0-6-1 to start. And then Gasquet started playing a little bit better in the third set, started using some of that talent and flair. But Nadal just everywhere on the court playing offensive tennis, defending when he had to, served well, hit his targets, and this is the match. Uh, the tremendous Spaniard would be very happy to get under his belt. He has now won 34 sets in a row against Gasquet. Ouch. For them to improvement. Uh, and I need to keep going. You know, it's, um, it's a good victory for me. Three sets for the first time. Third set have been uh, a challenge. He, he increased the level. Uh, and yeah, I went through some difficult moments. That uh, That's something that is, is good that I went through that. And I was uh, unsafe at that moment. Uh, yeah, with a positive feelings. So, uh, yeah, happy to be in the fourth round without a doubt. Still perfect at majors this year, John. Uh, one of these guys is going to make it through. Who's it going to be? Best of five tennis is a big factor. I like the guy on the bottom. His nose looks better, but, you know, he, he dropped the first set in his first match, first set in the second match, and then six love yesterday. I think, uh, as you say, Paul, this was sort of the match he needs to lock in. I just think best of five is a big differentiator. When he says, Paul, this is the best I've played all tournament, what does that say to the rest of the field? Well, that says that obviously that's what Rafa does. I mean, all the players in the locker room know that he's going to play better and better as the tournament goes on. That's why the first couple rounds he's most vulnerable. And uh, if he gets momentum in those match reps under his belt, like John says, three to five sets against Nadal. First of all, on clay, it's basically impossible. Mm -hmm. But on every other surface, it is so difficult to beat the guy three to five sets because he lives in the moment so well. Uh, but could be a very enticing, maybe Nadal Alcaraz yeah. semi, Scott. Yeah. You're looking far ahead there, Paul. You no, know, I'm just <laughs> trying, trying to, to, trying to focus. you know, just imagine an all span. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. One match at a time. Don't you tell that to Oh, wait, players. sorry, sorry. Yeah, Three matches I, I became time. a commentator for a moment, a TV person. Let me get back to my coaching thing. Stay in the moment. <laughs> one shot at a time, right? There you go. All get one match. the next shot. Yeah. You get the sense that Rafa is getting into his groove, and the champion sometimes the first couple of rounds can be a bit tricky, but he seems to be playing better now. And a very fun match against mm -hmm. Tiafo. Let's talk mm -hmm. about that That's one first. That's going to be great. I think that will be so entertaining. Think that might be a night session? 
Uh, uh, yeah. All right. First, first one up, <laughs> 7 Eastern. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the top-ranked player on the women's side, Iga Sviantec. Well, she has found a secret weapon this week, John. Lindsay Davenport's son, Jagger Leach, has been her hitting partner. I think you're going to say the secret weapon was these medium, uh, these felt balls from Wilson that she seems to like so much. Uh, no, she's, she's been playing great, and uh, we will happily give Jagger some credit there. Lauren Davis deserves credit, too, though. Outside the top 100, such a good competitor. But uh, this is the number one player in the world on the far court. She played like it. We see the spinny shots. We see the speed, the athleticism. A little bit like Alcaraz, and just what, what can't she do? There's power, there's touch. Take a look at this point here. I will let you guys decide if this, uh, what, 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 what we think of this move right here. Watch Iga. Oh, Jamie. You can't land it. Hindrance, right? From that. You cannot park the airplane. Yeah. Still. She is, uh, she's lovely. I'm not sure that's the coolest thing she's ever done, but uh, this was a nice closeout. She went down four ones in the second set and then won five straight games. And top seed still alive and looking pretty good. She's playing goalie for the Polish national team. <laughs> Equals her best result at the U.S. Open. Uh, Daniel Collins hit 52 winners, Paul, against Alize Cornet. Was that enough to win? This was all about the all-feistiness match. And there we go right there with Danielle Collins. Lots of power, lots of energy, and lots of passion between these two women on the court. Look at Danielle Collins coming in, finishing at the net. Look, she hasn't played a ton of matches this summer, and already this quickly at the U.S. Open, feeling very confident. Good job to get that first set. Six games to four in Cornet. We know she's not going anywhere. She's going to peak, compete, and fight. And whoops! Left hip pop. Wow. Thank you very much. I like that. <laughs> Little smile for everybody. Cornet started playing some great tennis in the second set. A lot of tough games, a lot of long battles. And here in the tiebreak, Collins trying to get that offensive momentum going. Big, high, swinging volley to finish. This thing went on and on and on. The second match point. Danielle Collins gets more aggressive, gets up inside the baseline, inside out forehand, and is she going to finish this, Jeannie? Yeah. I couldn't make that shot. <laughs> Danielle said after the match, she is having the time of her life into the fourth round for the first time at the U.S. Open, taking on Arena Sabalenka next. Two-time major champ Petra Kvitova facing another future Hall of Famer in Garbina Muguruza. This was as close as it gets, Jeannie. Awesome match. This was nothing short of an epic match, possibly the match of the tournament. Uh, two multiple Grand Slam champions going head-to-head. Both playing at a better level than we've seen recently, actually. Uh, love seeing Muguruza get up into the court, take that swing volley, and finish off the points. Um, huge shot making from both players. So Muguruza took the first set, but then Petra coming back with Wilson. Beautiful power. Because <laughs> she uses a Wilson. They, they both have a lot of power. They both have a great shot making. That See, she can hit that winner from so far behind the baseline. She has such a beautiful swing on her uh, lefty forehand. And uh, just battled back in the second set. And then was actually down a couple match points in the third. Was down 5-2 at first. And then multiple match points. But got herself out of it with her big weapons. Kvitova um, did an ace on one of them. Just serving well the whole match. And then they had such a stressful time. Like, I was on the edge of my seat watching this. It was so stressful. But uh, amazing match. Look at what it means to Petra. Relief. 50 winners. 14 aces. She gets Jesse Pagula next. Well, the players filing in to the U.S. Open today. Oh, we've got Leo. That means we've got Victoria Azarenka. Leo flew up. And Ross Schneiderman tells me the dog's name is Guapo. Whole family situation. That's a, that's a cute pupper right there. I like the headband. 
on the dog? I don't see a headband on the dog. Dude, that kid. Oh, oh kid. I'm sorry. That's his friend. I uh, got you. Like Bjorn. Bjorn Borg and Leo. And Guapo. <laughs> and Vega. He's his own racket, too. <laughs> yeah, he's ready to play. Love it. Love he's it. ready to go. Like bringing a glove to a baseball game. Coming up next, we're breaking down today's biggest matches. Find out who Paul, John, and Jeannie think will win between Nick Kyrgios and Daniil Medvedev. Anna Cohn Bouchard, Wertheim and Weissman back on TC Live at the U.S. Open presented by Evian. Coverage begins every morning with our two-hour show at 9 a.m. Eastern. And then ESPN carries the day session at 11 a.m. Eastern and the night session at 7 p.m. Eastern. Let's begin with three-time U.S. Open runner-up Victoria Azarenka facing Petra Martic, Jeannie. The only mama remaining in the singles draw, and she handed out a spanking. Yeah, she did it to represent all the moms, that's for sure. This was really a flawless match from Vika. She was aggressive, yet controlled. What I like is that she picked big targets, but she went for it. And her shots are so deep and penetrating, it's hard to, to do anything with it. Um, and her movement looked really good as well. Um, for someone who, she didn't play, obviously, at Wimbledon, and so she's just kind of gearing back up into this hardcourt season. She had 22 winners to only 12 unforced errors. So very good ratio there. Said she started solid, kept her foot on the gas, and kept raising her intensity. Uh, marathon match on the men's side, Paul, between Andre Rublev and Denis Shapovalov. No, this was a grind. These guys, two of the more talented players on tour. Denis has had a rough year this year, hasn't gotten a lot of confidence, a lot of big wins under his belt. So this was a big match. Rublev got off to a good start, 6-4 in the first set. Look at the power off Shapovalov's backhand. That wing has always been a little bit more suspect. Always been dangerous, but a little bit more streaky. Uh, and at a set all, they got into a vital tie break in the third. Rublev up, I'm sorry, Shapovalov up 6-3. And after he had a two-set to one lead, I thought maybe he would carry that confidence and get it across the finish line. Rublev can be a little feisty, a little fiery, but he gets the fourth set, six games to four. And on they go. Look at the timer, folks. Three hours and 12 minutes at 1-1 and the start of this fifth set. And a beautiful forehand winner down the line. Rublev can hurt you from everywhere on the court. Usually he's closer to the baseline before he is here. That's because of the Shapovalov power. Dennis pushed him back very uh, frequently. But here at match point, Rublev gets through, and these guys are going to be doing a lot of battling over the years. But look how important this match is to Rublev. Nice hug, a little bit of a bromance, and uh, I believe just a little over <laughs> four hours for that match. So a good grind. Four hours, ten minutes. Took five match points to get it done. That's a lot of tennis for both of them. Dennis has had very kind of up and down year. He's got to get it going. That's a big win for Rublev to win like that. You do worry what four hours is going to do for your conditioning, but that's a big win for Rublev. All right, let's look ahead to today's match as we start with Pablo Carino Busta facing Corinne Hatchinoff, rematch from the Tokyo Olympic semifinals that the Russian won. He's actually won the last three matches, but PCB with his Wilson beautiful power brought to you by the all-new Ultra V4, Paul. He's won nine of his last ten matches. I tell you, he is uh, on a roll. He's so comfortable. Look, we've seen him here before, semifinals two other times at the U.S. Open. Loves playing here. Uh, this was the battle with Demon R2, the quickest, most uh, explosive defenders out there and Demonar tried to claw his way back into the match after the first two uh, breadsticks in the first two sets won that third 
But the but the four set. Uh, do we have the match? Are we showing the match point, guys? Do we not even remember if we're showing the match? It's frozen. No, we're not. That's it. We're, it's frozen in time. Okay. Well, but it, it was, was amazing. Match, wasn't no, it? it was an amazing match oh, point. Off the hook. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it was so good. Talk I, I about think, it. I think we have to not go to sleep on Carino Busta. He loves playing in New York. Right. Jay does. You talked about it earlier in the week, the two semifinalist uh, showings here. He's going to be dangerous, and after winning the Masters 1000 this summer, he believes he can win a big tournament still. Isn't this the guy Nick Curio said if it weren't for clay court tennis, he'd be a journeyman? Uh, he's better no, on Carino hard. Boots is, he is better on hard. Yeah. He's a terrific player on hard. Exactly. He's a terrific hardcore player. And uh, go, go Google, uh, fire up the YouTube and look at that match point because that may be the all-time great way to close out a match. Yeah, you always have to think about a player who likes a certain event um, that they can repeat that. I've always, mm -hmm. when I've felt good at a certain tournament, I always have good feelings going back the next year. And, um, you know, previous results can give you confidence. So I think he, he has that. He obviously loves playing in New York. Final four twice yep. in New York City. All right, the big one, the blockbuster, Nick Kyrgios, Daniil Medvedev. And Nick Kyrgios has won, of course, the last one. It came just three weeks ago. Let's take a look at our Tennis Express head-to-head 3-1 to the Aussie, John. Why do you think that is? Because uh, those three are best of three. This is going to be my theme for the day. Okay. Best of five versus best of three. Big differentiator. Medvedev has only beaten him once, but that was a five-setter. This was three weeks ago. This was in Montreal. And Medvedev, such a strange year. Uh, didn't play Wimbledon. This was uh, back on the on the North American hardcore. Kyrgios won this match. That's after winning the title in D.C. That's a big win for Nick Kyrgios, who's had a terrific summer. He's actually lost fewer matches this year than Medvedev has. Kyrgios has played doubles. He's had, you know, he's, he's played now three rounds. I, I just think Medvedev in best of five gives him that extra cushion. It's a, it's a boring answer, but I think Medvedev, given the format. Yeah, I think Nick is locked in, though. He's shown, like, maturity. He beat Medvedev, and that wasn't even a grand slam. And, and often Nick kind of gets up for the bigger events and the bigger matches. And he was, you know, focused in D.C., Montreal, like, routining um, a lot of matches. And we haven't seen that a lot from him. So I feel like this is a Nick 2.0 mm. that we are seeing right you're, now. You're picking him? Look, I... I thought our picks were later in the, in the right, show. Right. Let me think about it. I still need a couple more segments to decide. <laughs> okay, John's going Medvedev. Jeannie's on the up. fence. Right. Uh, I, like, this is a guy, Nick Kyrgios, that he does look ahead in the draw, right? Like, he's not one of those players like, who am I playing next? I don't want to know. He knew about Medvedev. He got Medvedev. Yeah. Well, look, Nick Kyrgios is mercurial. We know that. We know he's unbelievably talented. We know what he can do. John, you make a good point about the three to five sets. It's much dif much more difficult to beat a great player over three to five sets. I think the other thing, too, at night, it's going to be a little bit slower, so it's going to be easier for Medvedev to defend. The big differentiator for me is if Medvedev does not change his return position at all, he's going to have a problem because Kyrgios can do too many things with his serve. Medvedev way behind the baseline. Kyrgios is very comfortable serving against him. And what that means is he can free up on the return games. Mm -hmm. And if Kyrgios can free up on the return games, he's going to create opportunities. The big question is can Nick do it over five sets and at the big moments? And uh, this announcer says yes. Yeah, you called this yesterday. Yeah. It was an early pick. You know, Jeannie, you want, you want to, have you thought about it now? So we have like three different opinions right now. Um, I think we I'm going to side with Break Paul. The oh. I'm going to side with Paul. Yes. There we go. Right. There we go. Two to one. Nick Kyrgios. You know, you talk about return positioning, though. You know what that says to me? What's that? There you go. Underarm serve. Get Looks ready. Like that. I, I like that. I hope we see some. How many are we going to see? Four. Okay. All right. More guaranteed picks coming up later on TC Live at the U.S. Open, presented by our friends at Evian.
Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. TC Live at the U.S. Open is brought to you in part by Tennis Express. We deliver tennis right to your front door. Order today, ships today. Welcome back. Get the U.S. Open experience delivered to your door with the U.S. Open at-home suite filled with premium and exclusive merchandise like the official Encore towel, honeydews cups, and much more. Visit usopenshop.org today. Steve Weissman back with you. Frenchman Quarantine Moutet moonlights as a rapper. But after losing in qualies, he thought his tournament was a wrap. Now he's just one win from becoming the first lucky loser to reach a Grand Slam quarterfinal. The title to his next track should be Clean Slate to the Final Eight. Off the album, Haters Gonna Hate. Well, we've got the Davis Cup Finals for you here on Tennis Channel. It all begins on Tuesday, September 13th. 16 nations, including Team USA, face off in the group stage over six days. Tennis Channel also has coverage of the Billie Jean King Cup Finals and the namesake honors Serena Williams. You want to talk about Serena? It could take all day. I think that we've been very blessed to have Serena Williams in our sport. Great athlete. A lot of people think she's the GOAT, and I think every generation gets better. So right now, she's the GOAT. Serena's transcended our sport, gone way beyond the boundaries of just being an athlete. Uh, because of her stature, uh, using tennis as a platform, way beyond just the sport and giving back. There's one thing I always say about Serena. Serena. You have the best serve ever in tennis. And the guys agree with me. I would have to agree. Still to come, we flash back to a record-breaking upset from last century. Plus, our Evian Americans in action featuring Jesse Pagula and Big Foe. And Jeannie is back to play the match point predictor game one more time. Don't go anywhere. Back on TC Live, our Cadillac player arrival just moments ago. Coco Goff making her way into the player area. For work. She has the same routine every day. She's always wearing the headphones. She has the big bag on each shoulder. Oh, she, they have to check their bags now. What happened there? Yeah, Security is tightening up. Yeah. A reminder, our pregame show becomes a postgame show. On championship weekend, TC Live will follow the women's final Saturday. And the men's final on Sunday. Unfortunately, Jeannie Bouchard will not be with us. Today is her last day. We are going to miss all of this good content. We always wait for our oatmeal break. <laughs> Don't we love it, guys? Can't wait for oatmeal. <laughs> oh, it does, Paul? It has to go to my Instagram? Yeah. Are, you telling, are you telling me what to Instagram, Paul? Wow. Social media manager, Paul Anik. Yeah. <laughs> it's not oatmeal break time yet. It's not, Ooh. but I, I do have a pack right it? here. We just have to show you guys. Right. That's protein. What's that, cram I, I just cranberry got this cranberry almond, almond protein. Right. I didn't even know this existed. So, Jess, um, Jess coming through. 
I mean, if, is it okay if I eat this one today? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's got 45 minutes to go. We forgot. <laughs> we forgot our honey juice. It's sitting there, like right. staring me in the face. We've got a big, big tournament coming up. So uh, I need the protein. Eat well, exactly. And Paul is now my social media manager. <laughs> I kind of want this one. That's I'll be stuff. giving you guys dad jokes all day, Perfect. every day. John, you got to you start watching the stories. Yeah, exactly. He didn't On even know gram. I posted his burrito. On the gram. The gram? The IG, yeah. The no, the cool kids call it IG. The telegram. IG. Don't Ooh. say the though. Just IG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, IG, <laughs> 2 chains, Jeannie Bouchard. Uh, time to enter the social net. John put this story out first. What's that? Uh, sources oh, confirmed. Oh. The Fort Worth Star-Telegram that the WTA Finals will be played in Fort Worth, Texas this year. Dickey's Arena, October 31st to November 6th. Excited. They got home. Yeah, I mean, this uh, this is the event that, of course, was in China. It was in Mexico last year. There was uh, a derby, L.A., D.C., even in Saudi Arabia was in talks, but it looks like they've settled on Fort Worth. Dallas-Fort Worth used to be a real tennis hotbed, a mainstay on the tour, so good to see tennis returning. I played a tournament there one time. Yep. It was there actually the, before the U.S. Open. This was back in, like, 2012, 2013. Uh, I think it was a 250 there, so... Um, but I, I, just, I just think it works with the schedule, though, because there's the San Diego event, the Guadalajara mm-hmm. event. So it's all within yep. the same continent, which mm-hmm. is nice. The travel is already pretty rough for our schedules. So. Right. San Diego, Guadalajara, come up to Fort yeah, Worth. Makes exactly. sense. Be good, good stuff. We are awaiting official word from the WTA. But uh, we're going. I'll be there. Great. Andrew Rubin will be there. Uh, look at this one. Sam Stoser, after winning mixed doubles with Matthew Ebden. That, that's her baby girl, Evie. And, and Evie's just going straight to the scoreboard. She wants to tell her mom. She's like, how many, how many aces, how many winners? What was your first serve percentage? She's checking the stats. Mom, look at that. What? Four, mom, 54? What is that, mom? That is horrible. <laughs> That's yeah. fantastic. That was her opponent's 54%. So she's saying, yeah, this was not good enough. Yeah, That's why you guys lost. Yeah. Keys, keys to the match. <laughs> Sam is like, come with me, and Evie's like, no, 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 no. That's great. No, so cute. Come on, we've got to go hit serve. Remember Nicholas Mahout's son? Yeah. I think yeah. He, uh, doubles, man. We love it. What is that? And then she goes over to Austin Krychek and Jess Bagula, who lost, but, like, they can't be mad because it's Evie, and she's so cute, and Jess is just like, Oh, yeah, exactly. You look a little mad, not going to (laughs) lie. 54%, eh? Teach him young. All right, there's a a, a story you do not want to miss coming up next here on TC Live. A story of tragedy, a story of tennis, a story of hope. How a high school student from Michigan brought the tennis world together. Please stay with us. Welcome back to TC Live. A reminder to download the U.S. Open app to follow your favorite players, track the latest scores, stats, match highlights, player news, and more. It is available in the App Store and Google Play Store. Well, this next story is something special. Michigan high school tennis player Kylie Osage graduated in the spring, and she spent yesterday enjoying the tennis at the U.S. Open. But nine months ago, her life was shattered the victim of a school shooting, she faced life-threatening challenges. Kylie, her friends and family, now explain how the sport of tennis and some of its biggest stars inspired her recovery. Oxford Strong means that we're bonded together and that we're staying hopeful and pushing through every little fight we can get through. We love one another, we're there for one another, we lean on one another, we're just always there for each other. 
My name is Kylie Osage, and I'm a survivor of the Oxford High School shooting. I grew up in Oxford, Michigan, and I've always been athletic, so I've I grew up playing a ton of sports. You know, when Kylie started off, she wanted to play t-ball, she wanted to play basketball, she was on the equestrian team, and I always wanted her to play tennis, but it wasn't one of the primary things that she wanted to try. And then during COVID years, everything was shut down, so we had nothing to do. And one day I just went out with my friends to our local tennis courts, and we were hitting for a while. And I mean, I like to consider myself athletic, and I could hit the ball and I could return it and stuff. So I went home that day and I was like, Mom, I can play tennis. My sister brought Kylie her first racket. And I said, don't spend a whole lot of money. It's not like she's going to try out for the team. Oh, it's not like I'm going to like play for the team one day. You know, it's just for fun. But I just had so much fun that I was like, oh, why not take it to another level? She was a first-year tennis player, and she came out of nowhere. She must have really, really enjoyed it, because by the time I got her at 2021, she was playing really well. My goal with tennis was just to find a new hobby. A lot of times, too, I suffer from severe anxiety and depression, and being able to find an escape and go play tennis, I don't even care how good I was or how bad I was, just doing it is fun. The community of Oxford reeling at this hour after a gunman opened fire inside the school. All of a sudden, you know, we hear screaming, and I went down, and my friends went down and all of a sudden the hallways cleared out super fast. I didn't know what had happened. I did not know that I was just shot. I was on the floor and I couldn't move. We heard that there was a shooter. I was panicked inside. I texted Kylie a couple times, no answer. I was following her on Life360. I looked to see where she was at and it showed her not at the school, but... Leaving the school at a very high rate of speed. I was transferred to the hospital. I was in the emergency room. I called my mom through the phone and my mom had already knew. It's hard to see your kids in a ER. Basically, she had been shot in the shoulder, shattered her clavicle, broke two ribs, and then grazed her spine, which caused, we found out later, uh, a spinal cord injury. The road to recovery, I remember the first day that she got out of bed, we got her into her wheelchair to wheel her down to the therapy room. And they had her stand and looked like she was in so much pain and or that she was gonna pass out. I was so worried that my health was taken from me. Will I still be able to continue my sports? I was worried if I would ever be able to play tennis again. That was a huge goal of mine, was to definitely join the team again. My occupational therapist, Jenny, is also a previous tennis player. We always ask patients what their goals are and what they want to get back to, and tennis was definitely on the top of her list. Occasionally, I'll bring my racket into occupational therapy, and we'll practice hitting on the wall. Your timing is so much better. And it just seemed from there like her recovery was exponential. Just week by week made huge gains, getting her back to where she is playing the game that she wants to play. The nurses and therapists gave me my life back. They did absolutely everything they could for me. I can definitely say I had an amazing time for the two months I was at the hospital. A few days after the shooting, when we knew that Kylie was one of the victims, I decided that we needed to do something. My friend Kaylee, who's my doubles partner on the tennis team, kept calling me. First, I didn't answer it because I was like, I'm too tired. But my mom was like, you better answer that. You better answer that. 
my god. <laughs> I saw parents, I saw coach, I saw the boys tennis team, the girls tennis team. They made a really nice sign for me that's now hanging outside of the Oxford tennis courts. So yeah, that day was awesome. Okay, I'm recording. I worked at Nike for about 10 years, and the Nike family has been incredibly supportive of Kylie on her recovery. And the Nike tennis team was able to get in touch with Naomi Osaka. Hi, Kylie. Naomi here. I just wanted to let you know that I'm thinking about you, and I'm sending all my positive love and positive vibes to you. So I also got a video from Billie Jean King. Just know that everyone's praying for you and thinking about you. Sloan Stevens, Madison Keys, and Coco Goff all sent me videos as well. I hope that you recover quickly and you're able to get back on the court. We're all behind you and we all support you and we're all like hoping for the best for you. And Naomi has been thinking about Kylie to the point where a couple weeks later, uh, I got another text message that Naomi would like to meet her. And I was just so surprised. I mean, she's always been my biggest tennis inspiration, not just because of tennis, but the way she's so humble and kind and she puts her mental health first. I really look up to her for that. I was speechless when I met her, like I am right now, I guess. Courageous means to be brave and not deterred by danger or pain. I was the first victim to speak publicly. And my hopes with that was to inspire other people to speak up and know that they all have a voice. I'm so proud of Kylie. I think her leadership is coming through. I believe that she knows that she has a purpose. We are Oxford! We are Wildcat I don't even think she realizes she is a beacon of light and a beacon of hope for my tennis team and myself. And just to watch her, it's something. It's She's a walking miracle. Oh, that was a good one. That was awesome. <laughs> I no longer see myself as a victim and I see myself as a survivor instead. You know, although there's evil in the world out there, strength will overpower all the hate in the world forever. The love will overpower the hate forever. And Oxford just goes to prove that. Nitin Varma did an incredible job, job. Produ producing and directing that. Uh, you can see the extended version of that story on tennis.com, but uh, what's your immediate reaction? Yeah, I mean, it's, I was reading about that Oxford shooting. I mean, it's just a crazy set of circumstances, but uh, what a story, what a well-done piece, and what generosity by the, the tennis community there. Um, no surprise if, if someone told you those players were going to reach out, uh, that would not be shocking, but you see how meaningful it is to have that kind of contact with your peers, but with pro tennis players. It's really a, a lovely story, but just a horrific set of circumstances. But a, a beautiful ending. Um, I, I'm, just, I'm proud of all the girls for reaching mm -hmm. out to her and, and really showing uh, that they care. And in a way, it's like the tennis community coming behind her and, and supporting her and, and all the other victims as well. Um, like fighting back tears yeah. from watching this right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you know, we get harsh reminders of life outside of our little tennis bubble. And um, this was just another one. But when you see someone, a young lady like this, it's able to turn tragedy into inspiration. Mm. It's pretty uplifting and pretty heartwarming. And obviously, um, the tennis community jumped in to help. But um, the tragedy resonates. We deal with it every day. But when you see someone like this that rises above it, it's inspirational. Mm -hmm. 
we always talk about tennis being a family and, and the tennis family coming together to, to send their love to Kylie. And we certainly do the same. Kylie was able to go to the U.S. Open yesterday, Great. have a really cool experience, got to be on court with Rafa during the coin toss, just started as a freshman at Michigan State. From all her recent experiences, Kylie has been inspired to study occupational and physical therapy. Look, there's Kylie on court right there. So cool. So happy for That's her. That's great. Oxford strong indeed. We'll be back after this. Back on TC Live, players fitness area. Nobody's on the bikes right now. Sunday, holiday weekend. Allie Risk has her coffee. Getting caffeinated, shoddy. Physical fitness trainer walking in, getting ready to go. Big match today against Caroline Garcia. Looking for a first win against Allie. 0 oh, 3. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. What's that say, Jeannie? That you're asking me for predictions? Yeah, come on. I'm putting you on the spot. You'll let go day. with Garcia. Okay. All right. First win. Okay. Evian Americans in Action segment. Time to get you caught up on all the action from yesterday. We start with Jesse Pagula looking to make the fourth round here for the very first time. Charity made the quarterfinals in Australia and Paris. Needed three sets yesterday, Jamie. So this was my pick of the day yesterday. Um, I was very confident in her level, although I do have to admit it was closer than I expected. She was playing very solid, typical Jesse tennis in the first set and then had a match point in this tiebreak, uh, but just couldn't close it out. Um, won her opponent qualifier. Obviously, has had a lot of matches to get to this point, so was feeling good. But the best part of this match is that Jesse just totally reset. She didn't let losing the tiebreak or the second set after a match point affect her at all. No negativity bled into that third, and she just got back to business, hitting winners from all over the court, and uh, is through. Just like her segment with Prakash and Essa Bagel to finish the match. Pagula won 90% of her points on her first serve. 35 winners. She's got Petra Kvitova next. On the men's side, Francis Tiafo. He had lost his last two matches to Diego Schwartzman, Paul. What happened here? You know, this was a break to find between these two, and uh, Francis playing some terrific tennis, got the crowd into it. First set tiebreak I thought was huge. Look at the timer, folks. One hour and 15 minutes, and that seals the deal for the first set for Francis. Gets that first set under his belt. Second set. More of the same, back and forth, breaks of serves, lots of flash, lots of talent, lots of emotion, lots of charisma from the American as well. But we all know that Diego Schwartzman hangs around. I wondered if he was going to be able to change the momentum. But right here in the second set, Francis getting the crowd into it, a little drama. How about a little massage in the crowd, get it going? So entertaining. Oh, he's unbelievable. He is just such a pleasure to watch. He thought he may have hit somebody there. Look at him. <laughs> That's a huge win. That's a huge win for Francis. First American man to reach the fourth round in three straight years since Marty Fish. Big foe gets Rafa next up. Oh, looking forward to that. Brandon Nakashima looking for his first top 15 win in his ninth try. Took on Yannick Sinnerjohn. Good start. Yeah, all the uh, all the antics and theatrics of Francis. You don't have that here. Here are two guys who are born within a few days of each other, both 21 years old, and these are just two absolute sort of measured pros. There's a little emotion from Sinner, but Sinner, the 11th seed, was the favorite. Dropped the first set, some really solid stuff by Nakashima, and then Sinner just kind of locked in a bit more, a couple of 
critical breaks. Nakashima, a lot to like here. He's one of these guys who just he seems to get better and better with each tournament. But Sinner seems like he's ready to make his move. This was just sort of a, he barely is 21 years old, but a really veteran effort, shaking off a tough first set, winning big points, and cruising into week two. Nice result. 59 winners in that match back in the fourth round for the second straight year. Pagula and Kravchek, Krychek, excuse me. That's enough. Dez and Austin. Uh, go, <laughs> they go down to Stozer and Ebden. Great doubles players, all of them, though. Uh, we got some UCLA Bruins. Ina Shibahara got the win with Asia Muhammad, taking out a, a fellow Bruin, Kat Harrison. Uh, Ingrid Neal, the two Americans there. Fernandez Saville, uh, who had beaten Coco Goff and Jesse Pagula in regular doubles. They're out. Yeah. But let's talk Coco some more, because she's got a big singles match today. Is there anything uh, that Zheng Shui can do to frustrate the young American, Gina? Well, I've played her before, uh, and she's a very solid player. She is what I would describe as an aggressive baseliner. Uh, she prefers her backhand and can serve well, but I just don't think she has maybe enough firepower to break through the Coco defense. Mm -hmm. And Coco obviously has her, her great defense and her offense as well. So I think Coco's a more like rounded-out player, and seeing how she's been playing so far, uh, I give her the edge. Yeah, I, I think, look, I, I had an awkward feeling looking at the draw because I'm a big um, fan uh, of Shoy. I think she has enough talent to make her uncomfortable. But the, like Jeannie said, I just wonder, can she finish? Can she finish the points against a great defender on the courts that I think are a little bit slower and tough to finish on? So I think it's going to be a good match. I think she may not be able to come up with enough big shots at the right, men, uh, right moments. I think we're going to see a lot of good points. And I think we're going to see Coco win most of the big ones. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is a much different type of match than Madison Keys, but Coco has really grown into this role of, of star attraction. And I think she's here to win the trophy. She's been playing like it so far. Maybe a disguised blessing that she doesn't have to balance the schedule and the stress of doubles. I think things are looking awfully good for Coco heading into week two. Two of the best doubles players in the world. Yeah. They've both been number one in the world, but Coco, much better singles player. We are almost, Jeannie. To our oatmeal break. No, okay. the, the countdown is on to your, to your protein, cranberry almond protein. This is a new one that they've got for us here at Tennis Channel. The amount of times we've said the word oatmeal on yeah, this. Exactly. I may or may Every not. Every break we just yeah. I'm just going to steal that. that. Weissman puts it in the pocket, disappears. Yeah. Okay, I'm never coming back. I'm never That's, coming back. A That's a problem. Still to come, we've got an epic U.S. Open flashback. Is it from the 70s? Chevy Chase, 80s, 90s? Stick around and find out. You will not be disappointed. Welcome back. All right. We've got Fabio Fonini casually on the bike. With the sideways hat. Looks like Mario Batali in the... Um, yeah. But uh, you take a set off Nadal, you can go easy on the bike. That's Marty Fish doing crunches on the right. Beating him in Peloton. Looks <laughs> good. The morning warm-ups. The morning wake-ups and warm-ups. Looking pretty relaxed out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's doubles. It's Sunday. So. Holiday weekend. <laughs> doubles. It's early. Weekends don't mean anything for tennis players. That's when we have to actually focus That's when more. You, when the big prizes Same on this. this yeah, exactly. Desk, right? Exactly. There's no holidays in television. Exactly. Uh, we've been teasing this this flashback from last century, 70s, 80s night. We're not sure where it's been from. Jeannie, are you ready for this? We all actually don't know what it is. What is? So we're gonna John, you ready? The Wayback Machine. All right, what do you got? Paul? <laughs> Ready. What do, what do we think? All right. Born ready. Let's roll it. 1986. This was men's first round action. Oh. 
Chevy Chase in the house. I know what this is. Oh! We've got John McEnroe, wow. four-time champion. He had never lost before the fourth round. Man. Made the final the previous year. A young Paul Anacone didn't care. What do you remember about this, Paul? Uh, I remember getting smashed in the first set. Okay, yep. 6-1, Mac. All good. I remember then what happened? I remember losing the week before to John. And I remember hitting a lot of aces. Oh my like God. 23 of them, maybe, in the match? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I hit a bunch of aces. I thought and, you were uh, two chains. That's just one chain. That was just one chain. I left the other chain home. And, uh, yeah, everybody gets there 15 minutes. This was tight. Look, John, total transparency. John was just coming back from a big layoff. He's ranking it dropped a little bit. And uh, I think I was very close to being seated. I might have been one of the next couple players that was one of the only seated. What a good-looking guy. climate change. You need a windbreaker. Exactly. One, three, and three? I mean, Win crushed 15 him. minutes of fame, baby. Wow. In 16 appearances, that is the only time John McEnroe ever lost in the first round of the U.S. The Open. hands of this guy. This guy. Well, do you know what his career high was in singles? What do you think? 12. Wow, look at this. <laughs> Spot Amazing on. Nice. I do my research before coming. Do you know he's a Grand Slam champion? I did know that. Yeah. He's, uh, he's so famous. He's a superstar. Legend in my own mind. <laughs> Call him a legendary coach, you, but. Look big, at, seriously, biggest win of your career? Uh, no. McEnroe at the U.S. Open? Yeah, first That's round. That's a great uh, first round. Good recovery. That's when you want to play those guys, first round. <laughs> exactly. You know, they and also, <laughs> look, it's a great win for me, and when you're, I was, Close, I mean, it wasn't like I was 140 in the world. I right. was close to, to being be seated. And those are matches where, for me, I always felt I've had nothing to lose and everything to gain. I always think right. it's much harder for the top guys to play. And by the way, John beat me about 400 times. So, you know, that was a, a great time for me. I beat Stefan in the finals of a tournament here in L.A., Edberg, for my first tournament win. I think that was that's, that's know, pretty big in the finals. That's pretty big. So it was a smaller tournament, but it was Edberg and it was a finals. This was a great win. It was I come from New York. Both of us come from yeah, New York. Right. So and it was a little bittersweet because I grew up kind of looking up to John because he's a few years older and he's a legend. So um, when I saw the draw, I was like, really? Because a week before we played in the Hamlet Cup, too, and I lost to John there. And I was like, but you never know. That's why they rolled the balls out. McEnroe said after the match, I did not expect this. Here is what Paul had to say oh, after that. Let's go inside the press room oh, wow. with Paul Anikow. Oscar. I love this. <laughs> What did you think the key to your victory over McEnroe was today? Musburger. Um, I think uh, after the first set, I was able to switch momentum a little, little bit, and uh, I was uh, fortunate enough to get start serving a little bit better, and, and uh, I kind of started putting the pressure on him after I got the lead. And I came up with some good shots at the time, and I felt like I hung in there mentally. You uh, remember that? Wow. <laughs> like it was yesterday. You, uh, I, he said, I felt kind of awkward beating him. I he did. also said that. I mean, look, I was very happy. As a competitor, I was happy to win. But it's, you know, it's, it's uncomfortable beating. It's great. It's exciting. But it doesn't mean it's not uncomfortable as well. Probably and, like and, I love, right, against Serena. Yeah, today. it's a little uncomfortable. And, and, but, I, look, I was very happy. It lasted all of about eight minutes because I lost next round. To Aaron Crickstein, 7-6 in the fifth set. I was up two sets mm. to one or two sets to, yeah, love. two sets to love. So it was short-lived. But I do remember yeah. after losing to Crickstein, I ate a whole quart of Haagen-Dazs chocolate ice cream. All right. That's a win. It's a remedy every time you lose. You got <clears> that's what, so someone said uh, Muguruza last night was eating ice cream. Like, Connor's got Crickstein back for you. Was that, was that Brent Musburger's voice? Was that Brent Musburger that was interviewing Probably. All right. Probably. You're looking live. You, yeah. you didn't give McEnroe much to work with. You didn't necessarily... 
Give give Musburger a whole lot there. That <laughs> <laughs> was a good change, though. Keep it close to the vest. Before all this great tennis media training. Exactly. Yeah, it's right, so right. much better now. Yeah. Also, the fashion was on point. Love the fashion. Yeah, there, yeah I like that gold chain. Yeah. Only one, though. Only one chain. Johnny Mac never made another major final yeah. after losing to Paul. Be, beating 26-year-old John McEnroe at the U.S. Open. That's good Thank good you, guys. You. Good Thanks, you. Oscar. <laughs> Gosh, I hope my kids watch that. <laughs> you looked like Nick Anacone there. Uh, still to come, Prakash Worldwide going one-on-one -on -one with Chris Eubanks. Another No Limit NYC production. Back on TC Live, presented by Evian. A reminder to enter the Match Point Predictor game from Tennis Channel. Answer questions about the action in Flushing Meadows and earn a shot to win the grand prize trip to next year's U.S. Open. To sign up, go to tennis.com slash play. Here are the questions you need to answer. Once again, we are reaching the final stages. Who's going to be the men's champ, the women's champ? Which American man will get the furthest? What round will Serena Williams reach? Well, you better have already gotten that one correct. We've got Jeannie Bouchard back with us, and we've got two questions for you today, Jeannie. Okay. It's who's going to win on the men's and women's side. I, I know we've talked about this before. You had Halep and Rafa to start. Yes. So, Halep, no. But you can still go with Rafa. Who are you picking to win now? And you can change your mind. So, I am going to stay with Rafa. Okay. He has looked excellent so far in this tournament. Last night against Gasquet was just flawless. And he hasn't lost a Grand Slam match this year. So, I'm still banking on Rafa. On the women's side, a few days ago, I answered this question, and I said Shviatek, and I am going to stay consistent and okay. stay true to my word and stick with her. She has also looked outstanding this event, um, not having any issues in any of her matches, and she is number one in the world, so, um, you know, I'm not going out on a limb too much. But... <laughs> We're going with the two Roland Garros champions. Yes, we are. All right, Iga Shviatek and Rafa Nadal. If Rafa wins, it would be his 23rd major. That would tie Serena Williams, and our Hall of Famer, Jim Courier, honors the great Serena Williams. Serena's an icon because she's one of the people, when you go around the world, you don't even have to mention tennis. If you just said Serena to anybody, anywhere, you're almost certainly going to have that person finish your sentence, Williams, the tennis player? She's that powerful, she's that popular, uh, she's meant that much to, to so many. Good to see Jim. We will be celebrating Serena all tournament long with our Tennis Honor Series. And straight ahead, we've got the top highlights and reaction from Saturday. Plus, get you ready for today's action. Don't go anywhere. Jeannie, John, Paul, and Steve back on TC Live presented by Evian. Tennis Plays for Peace is an initiative to bring the tennis community and fans together to support relief efforts for the war in Ukraine through the Global Giving's Ukraine Crisis Relief Fund. To learn more, please go to globalgiving.org slash US Open. Well, for the first time in nearly 20 years, five American men under the age of 26 making the third round of the US Open. Jensen Brooksby, one of those guys, Jeannie, taking on Carlos Alcaraz. Yes, unfortunately not uh, Brooksby's day. Alcaraz hey, was just absolutely clinical in this match. He has so much power that he didn't really allow Brooksby to implement his awkward game and get under his skin. Um, Alcaraz so physical here, unbelievable speed to get that drop shot. Um, he said after the match that he thought he played amazing and that this is one of his best matches of the moment. And uh, you see him stretching all over the court there. Tend to agree with him. 
What a point. He should have put that second <laughs> overhead away, but at least he got it with a passing shot. Um, Alcaraz is just so aggressive with his physicality, his power, and even his spin. He's able to produce some variety. Unbelievable touch. What does this guy not have? <laughs> That's a great question. Finished with a delayed bagel. Pretty impressive. Hasn't dropped a set all tournament. 46 winners. The youngest man to make back-to-back -back fourth rounds at the U.S. Open since Pistol Pete Sampras back in 1990. He's got Marin Cilic next. Uh, you know what they say, Paul? Nobody beats Richard Gasquet 18 times in a row. Well, Rafa Nadal, hold my beer. Yeah, well, maybe almost nobody. Rafa Nadal, once again, off to his uh, usual starts against Richard Gasquet, totally dominant, up 7-0 here. And Gasquet just struggled to do anything to make Rafa uncomfortable. This is the match I think Rafa needed to have. He was a little bit choppy first two rounds, especially at the beginning of both matches, but not today. Played such solid tennis, a 6-0-6-1 to start. And then Gasquet started playing a little bit better in the third set, started using some of that talent and flair. But Nadal, just everywhere on the court, playing offensive tennis, defending when he had to, served well, hit his targets, and this is the match. Uh, the tremendous Spaniard would be very happy to get under his belt. He has now won 34 sets in a row against Gasquet. Ouch. Important improvement. Uh, and I need to keep going. You know, it's, um, it's a good victory for me. Straight sets for the first time. Third set had been uh, a challenge. He, he increased the level. Uh, and yeah, I went through some difficult moments. That uh, That's something that is, is good that I went through that. And I was uh, unsafe at that moment. Uh, yeah, with a positive feelings. So, uh, yeah, happy to be in the fourth round without a doubt. Still perfect at majors this year, John. Uh, one of these guys is going to make it through. Who's it going to be? Best of five tennis is a big factor. I like the guy on the bottom. His nose looks better, but, you know, he, he dropped the first set in his first match, first set in the second match, and then six love yesterday. I think, uh, as you say, Paul, this was sort of the match he needs to lock in. I just think best of five is a big differentiator. When he says, Paul, this is the best I've played all tournament, what does that say to the rest of the field? Well, that says that obviously that's what Rafa does. I mean, all the players in the locker room know that he's going to play better and better as the tournament goes on. That's why the first couple rounds he's most vulnerable. And uh, if he gets momentum and those match reps under his belt, like John says, three to five sets against Nadal. First of all, on clay, it's basically impossible. Mm. But on every other surface, it is so difficult to beat the guy three to five sets because he lives in the moment so well. Uh, but could be a very enticing, maybe Nadal Alcaraz yeah. semis, guys? You're looking far ahead there, Paul. You know, I'm just trying to, 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 trying to, to you know, just imagine. An all <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. One match at a time. Don't you tell that to Oh, wait, players. sorry, sorry. Yeah, Three matches. I, I became a commentator for a moment, a TV person. Let me get back to my coaching thing. <laughs> Stay in the moment. One shot at a time, right? There you go. Or one match. It's the next shot. You get the sense that Rafa is getting into his groove, and the champion sometimes the first couple of rounds can be a bit tricky, but he seems to be playing better now. And a very fun match against mm -hmm. Tiafo. Let's talk about mm -hmm. that That's one first. That's going to be great. I think that will be so entertaining. I think that might be a night session? Uh, yeah. All right. First one up, <laughs> 7 Eastern. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the top-ranked player on the women's side, Iga Fiantek. Well, she has found a secret weapon this week, John. Lindsay Davenport's son, Jagger Leach, has been her hitting partner. I think you're going to say the secret weapon was these medium, uh, these felt balls from Wilson that she seems to like so much. Uh, no, she's, she's been playing great, and uh, we will happily give 
Jagger some credit there. Lauren Davis deserves credit too, though. Outside the top 100, such a good competitor. But uh, this is the number one player in the world on the far court. She played like it. We see the spinny shots. We see the speed, the athleticism. A little bit like Alcaraz. And just what, what can't she do? There's power. There's touch. Take a look at this point here. I will let you guys decide if this, uh, what, 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 what we think of this move right here. Watch Ega. Oh, Jamie. She is uh, she's lovely. I'm not sure that's the coolest thing she's ever done, but uh, <laughs> this was a nice closeout. She went oh. down four one in the second set and then won five straight games and top seed still alive and looking pretty good. She's playing goalie for the Polish national team. <laughs> <laughs> Equals her best result at the U.S. Open. Uh, Daniel Collins hit 52 winners, Paul, against Alize Cornet. Was that enough to win? This was all about the all-feistiness match. And there we go right there with Danielle Collins. Lots of power, lots of energy, and lots of passion between these two women on the court. Look at Danielle Collins coming in, finishing at the net. Look, she hasn't played a ton of matches this summer, and already this quickly at the U.S. Open, feeling very confident. Good job to get that first set. Six games to four in Cornet. We know she's not going anywhere. She's going to peak, compete, and fight. And whoops! Left hip pop. Wow. Thank you very much. I like that. <laughs> Little smile for everybody. Cornet started playing some great tennis in the second set. A lot of tough games, a lot of long battles. And here in the tiebreak, Collins trying to get that offensive momentum going. Big, high, swinging volley to finish. This thing went on and on and on. The second match point. Danielle Collins gets more aggressive, gets up inside the baseline, inside out forehand, and is she going to finish this, Jeannie? Yeah. I could make that shot. <laughs> Danielle said after the match, she is having the time of her life into the fourth round for the first time at the U.S. Open, taking on Arena Sabalenka next. Two-time major champ Petra Kvitova facing another future Hall of Famer in Garbina Muguruza. This was as close as it gets, Jeannie. Awesome match. This was nothing short of an epic match, possibly the match of the tournament, uh, two multiple Grand Slam champions going head-to-head. Both playing at a better level than we've seen recently, actually. Uh, love seeing Muguruza get up into the court, take that swing volley, and finish off the points. Um, huge shot making from both players. So Muguruza took the first set, but then Petra coming back with Wilson. Beautiful power. Because <laughs> she uses a Wilson. They, they both have a lot of power. They both have a great shot making. That See, she can hit that winner from so far behind the baseline. She has such a beautiful swing on her uh, lefty forehand and uh, just battled back in the second set and then was actually down a couple match points in the third. Was down 5-2 at first and then multiple match points, but got herself out of it with her big weapons. Kvitova um, did an ace on one of them, just serving well the whole match. And then they had such a stressful time. Like, I was on the edge of my seat watching this. It was so stressful, but uh, amazing match. Look at what it means to Petra. Relief, 50 winners, 14 aces. She gets Jesse Pagula next. Well, the players filing in to the U.S. Open today. Oh, we've got Leo. That means we've got Victoria Azarenka. Leo flew up. And Ross Schneiderman tells me the dog's name is Guapo. Whole family situation. That's a, that's a cute pupper right there. I like the headband. On the dog? I don't see a headband on the dog. Look at that kid. Oh, oh kid. I'm sorry. That's his friend. I uh, gotcha. Like Bjorn. Bjorn Borg and Leo and Guapo <laughs> and Vega. His own racket, too. Yeah, he's ready to play. Love it. He's, he's it. ready to go. Like bringing a glove to a baseball game. Coming up next, we're breaking down today's biggest matches. Find out who Paul, John, and Jeannie think will win 
between Nick Kyrgios and Daniil Medvedev. Annika and Bouchard, Wertheim and Weissman, back on TC Live at the U.S. Open, presented by Evian. Coverage begins every morning with our two-hour show at 9 a.m. Eastern, and then ESPN carries the day session at 11 a.m. Eastern and the night session at 7 p.m. Eastern. Let's begin with three-time U.S. Open runner-up, Victoria Azarenka, facing Petra Martic, Jeannie, the only mama remaining in the singles draw, and she handed out a spanking. Yeah, she did it to represent all the moms, that's for sure. This was really a flawless match from Vika. She was aggressive, yet controlled. What I like is that she picked big targets, but she went for it, and her shots are so deep and penetrating, it's hard to, to do anything with it. Um, and her movement looked really good as well. Um, for someone who, she didn't play, obviously, at Wimbledon, and so she's just kind of gearing back up into this hard court season. She had 22 winners to only 12 unforced errors, so very good ratio there. Said she started solid, kept her foot on the gas, and kept raising her intensity. Uh, marathon match on the men's side, Paul, between Andre Rublev and Denis Shapovalov. Oh, this was a grind. These guys, two of the more talented players on tour. Denis has had a rough year this year, hasn't gotten a lot of confidence, a lot of big wins under his belt. So this was a big match. Rublev got off to a good start, 6-4 in the first set. Look at the power off Shapovalov's backhand. That wing has always been a little bit more suspect. Always been dangerous, but a little bit more streaky. Uh, and at a set all, they got into a vital tie break in the third. Rublev up, I'm sorry, Shapovalov up 6-3. And after he had a two sets, one lead, I thought maybe he would carry that confidence and get it across the finish line. Rublev can be a little feisty, a little fiery, but he gets the fourth set, six games to four. And on they go. Look at the timer, folks. Three hours and 12 minutes at 1-1 and the start of this fifth set. And a beautiful forehand winner down the line. Rublev can hurt you from everywhere on the court. Usually he's closer to the baseline. Look where he is here. That's because of the Shapovalov power. Dennis pushed him back very uh, frequently. But here at match point, Rublev gets through. And these guys are going to be doing a lot of battling over the years. But look how important this match is to Rublev. Nice hug, a little bit of a bromance, and uh, I believe just a little over <laughs> four hours for that match. So a good grind. Four hours, ten minutes. Took five match points to get it done. That's a lot of tennis for both of them. Dennis has had very kind of up and down year. He's got to get it going. That's a big win for Rublev to win like that. You do worry what four hours is going to do for your conditioning, but that's a big win for Rublev. All right, let's look ahead to today's match as we start with Pablo Carino Busta facing Corinne Hatchinoff, rematch from the Tokyo Olympic semifinals that the Russian won. He's actually won the last three matches, but PCB with his Wilson beautiful power brought to you by the all-new Ultra V4, Paul. He's won nine of his last ten matches. I tell you, he is uh, on a roll. He's so comfortable. Look, we've seen him here before, semifinals two other times at the U.S. Open. Loves playing here. Uh, this was the battle with Demon R2, the quickest, most uh, explosive defenders out there and Demonar tried to claw his way back into the match after the first two uh, breadsticks in the first two sets won that third but the but the fourth set uh, do we have the match are we showing the match point guys do we not even remember if we're showing the match points frozen no we're not that's it we're, it's frozen in time okay well but it, it was, was amazing match, wasn't no, it? it was an amazing match oh, point. Off the hook. Okay. <laughs> but look, it was so good I, talk I about think, it I, I think we have to not go to sleep on Carino Busta he loves playing in New York. Right. Jay does. You talked about it earlier in the week, the two semifinalist uh, showings here. He's going to be dangerous, and after winning the Masters 1000 this summer, he believes he can win a big tournament still. 
Isn't this the guy Nick Curio said if it weren't for Clay Court Tennis, he'd be a journeyman? Um, he's better no, on hard. Boots is, he is better on hard. Yeah. He's a terrific player on hard. Exactly. He's a terrific hardcore player. And uh, go, go Google, uh, fire up the YouTube and look at that match point because that may be the all-time great way to close out a match. Yeah, you always have to think about a player who likes a certain event um, that they can repeat that. I've always, mm -hmm. when I've felt good at a certain tournament, I always have good feelings going back the next year. And, um, you know, previous results can give you confidence. So I think he, he has that. He obviously loves playing in New York. Final four twice yep. in New York City. All right, the big one, the blockbuster, Nick Kyrgios, Daniil Medvedev. And Nick Kyrgios has won, of course, the last one. It came just three weeks ago. Let's take a look at our Tennis Express head-to-head 3-1 to the Aussie, John. Why do you think that is? Because uh, those three are best of three. This is going to be my theme for the day. Okay. Best of five versus best of three. Big differentiator. Medvedev has only beaten him once, but that was a five-center. This was three weeks ago. This was in Montreal. And Medvedev took a strange year. Uh, didn't play Wimbledon. This was uh, back on the on the North American hardcore. Kyrgios won this match. That's after winning the title in D.C. That's a big win for Nick Kyrgios, who's had a terrific summer. He's actually lost fewer matches this year than Medvedev has. Kyrgios has played doubles. He's had, you know, he's, he's played now three rounds. I, I just think Medvedev in best of five gives him that extra cushion. It's a, it's a boring answer, but I think Medvedev, given the format. Yeah, I think Nick is locked in, though. He's shown, like, maturity. He beat Medvedev, and that wasn't even a Grand Slam. And, and often Nick kind of gets up for the bigger events and the bigger matches. And he was, you know, focused in D.C., Montreal, like, routining um, a lot of matches. And we haven't seen that a lot from him. So I feel like this is a Nick 2.0 mm. that we are seeing right you're, now. You're picking him? Look, I... I thought our picks were later in the, in the right, show. Right. Let me think about it. I still need a couple more segments to decide. <laughs> okay, John's going Medvedev. Jeannie's on the up. fence. Right. Uh, I, like, this is a guy, Nick Kyrgios, that he does look ahead in the draw, right? Like, he's not one of those players like, who am I playing next? I don't want to know. He knew about Medvedev. He got Medvedev. Yeah. Well, look, Nick Kyrgios is mercurial. We know that. We know he's unbelievably talented. We know what he can do. John, you make a good point about the three to five sets. It's much dif much more difficult to beat a great player over three to five sets. I think the other thing, too, at night, it's going to be a little bit slower, so it's going to be easier for Medvedev to defend. The big differentiator for me is if Medvedev does not change his return position at all, he's going to have a problem because Kyrgios can do too many things with his serve. Medvedev way behind the baseline. Kyrgios is very comfortable serving against him. And what that means is he can free up on the return games. Mm -hmm. And if Kyrgios can free up on the return games, he's going to create opportunities. The big question is can Nick do it over five sets and at the big moments and uh, this announcer says yes. Yeah, you called this yesterday. Yeah. It was an early pick. You know, Jeannie, you want, you want to, have you thought about it now? So we have like three different opinions right now. Um, I think we I'm going to side with Break Paul. The oh. I'm going to side with Paul. Yes. There we go. Right. There we go. Two to one. Nick Kyrgios. You know, you talk about return positioning, though. You know what that says to me? What's that? There you go. Underarm serve. Get Look like that. I, Look like I hope we see some. How many are we going to see? Uh... Four. Okay. Right. <laughs> More guaranteed picks coming up later on TC Live at the U.S. Open, presented by our friends at Evian. Welcome back. Oh, there's our TC teammate. See, Jeannie, when you, when you work with us, big things happen. <laughs> You also get some more love on Tennis Channel. That's right. We love Tay-Tay. Get shout-outs. Taylor way. Townsend playing doubles with Katie McNally. Former semifinalist in doubles at the U.S. Open. That was two years ago. Carlitos making his way in. It's practice day. Getting ready for tomorrow. Yes. Steve was wondering why he was showing up today. Why even come? And I said, Steve, we don't just show up for the matches. <laughs> 
actually a lot of our time, more of our time is spent practicing. So Free food as well, right? Talking about practice. Talking yeah. practice. Not the game, not the match. Practice. practice. Joel Juck, Drucker talking about uh, the arsenal of Carlos Alcaraz. Steve Tigner, as always, with the three to see. You got to check that out on tennis.com and all the Serena content that your little heart could desire. Speaking of desires, it is time now for Prakash Worldwide. Extra limited edition of No Limit NYC featuring your boy Prakash Worldwide and a special guest, King Giraffe, Chris Eubanks. We are up in the NBA store. My man is gonna school me on some NBA and how to get the perfect jersey and uh, maybe how to make the perfect bobblehead. What do you think? Durant looking good right here? No, we're gonna see if we can switch this out for an Atlanta jersey. How's that sound? <laughs> they, they a little heavy on the forehead yeah, too. Yeah, I know, a little bit. Let's go. <laughs> Bro, Seattle Supersonics, the glove. There you go, right? Wait. Oh, see, look, 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 look. This is a Cavs jersey. We need a I didn't even know they had. I didn't even know Sean can play for the Cavs. Oh, man, this is a good one, right? <laughs> Lakers fans are so spoiled. I, I, we really are. But the thing is, if you got a rich history with Magic and Kareem and Worthy, like, uh, you can always just ride on to that and be like, no, 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 I'm a Laker fan. I'm that, a Laker fan. That, that, I'm a Laker is, fan. True. that is true. Ant Man, Atlanta's finest right here. John Moran, my parents are from Memphis, so I've had to keep up with a lot of Memphis Grizz and stuff. He gets a lot of shout outs in the rap game. They love John. He's in every other money bag, yo, so. Wet like I'm booked right here. Is he still with the, with the Kardashians? Uh, I believe so, but don't quote me on that. I think so. I, they, I mean, look, by the time this episode comes lot, out, it's a lot of changing. <laughs> that, that be, it's a lot of changing going on. Wow, you got to they have Dirk here, Luca. All right, see, so we, we, we've taken a look around. We've seen some of the stars on that side. We've seen some throwbacks on this side. I think it's time a little customized jersey. You and me? Let, let's do it. I, I know exactly what jersey I'm getting. I want to. Oh, you already decided? Oh, come on, you already know. Let's do it. Yo, All right. look at that. You're going large? Uh, yeah, you're going, you're going XL. I want XL, yeah. yeah. Okay, but that thing popping. Uh, what, you think I should have gone XL? No, nah, man, let that yeah. thing be tight. You I got mean... the muscles for it. <laughs> I ain't got it, so like. Okay. Hey, Prakash, it's kind of bad that the Lakers jerseys are more expensive than the custom Hulk jerseys. Are they really? Yeah. <laughs> but the Hulk thing came up like 95 bucks. Lakers are saying 145. I'm like, what's going on? Um, how's your belief level right now? Like, just keeping I, it real. If I'm being completely honest, my belief now is, is higher than it's probably ever been. I don't go step into the line hoping things go well. I step to the line knowing things are going to go well because I know I did the work beforehand to make it go well. And this is the first time, honestly, in my, what, five years on tour that I can honestly say that. I feel like I'm doing all the little things and I feel like it's going to pay off. I love your answer, man. That looks sick. Bad boys. I mean, could these could these be more perfect? Let me see yours. Look at this. I mean, proud right here. Proud. Yellow and gold, yellow and gold feels <laughs> nice. What we think? Let's get them. Let's get them the back shot. Let's get them. Yeah, of course, of course you go show the arms. I, I'm, I'm a try of course you show the arms. Of course you go here. here. Yo, I appreciate you coming through, man. Of course, man. Thank you guys so much. Uh, it's so good. He, he called out Prakash for getting the schmedium. But yeah, it, it looked good. It looked good. One jersey they're missing in there. You'll love this pick. What we got? 
Burl de Pearl Monroe, New York Ooh, Knickerbockers. Is that what you I would like get? That. You, as you guys would say, I believe OG. Mm -hmm. OG. Right. Yeah. 100%. Vintage back in the day. You see the Sean Kemp, old Hattie Sonics. You know Sean Kemp? Of course. Uh, no? And, yeah, she knows Sean Kemp. Um, Earl the Pearl Monroe. For sure. For sure. Oh, you don't know Sean Kemp. 40, 40, Sean Kemp. <laughs> he could well, fly. See them. We saw Curious who always practices in NBA jersey. Big go, foe, go, too. Go that. Yeah, go wear that when you play. Yeah. Jeannie, what, what, which uh, team would you get? I'm a Miami Heat fan. Okay. I moved to Florida when I was 12, so it was the first NBA game I ever went to. My parents got us those, you know, those deals with the tickets where you get the yeah. pizza and the ticket and you're like <laughs> third row from the top and you can like touch the roof of the arena. That was my first ever NBA game. Paul, get you on the floor. Oh, Paul has like <laughs> yeah. the rice? No. What about the Montreal? Uh, never mind. Uh, well, how about you? Which, which, which jersey Pacers. are you getting, John? Pacers. Toronto. No, I'm going to be the Kemp, Kemp you're jersey. You're a Pacers Who actually, uh, Sean Kemp from Indiana. But the, the 40 Kemp jersey is terrific. Seattle needs a team. You need to sit courtside. Seattle needs an NBA team. I've been courtside. Yeah, lots All of right. lots. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on Many. The, if, Listen, if John, courtside. If he was on the IG, he'd know. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's just Is getting right? worse. We got, say, we got OGs and IGs. Got Don't take that. Just say IG. Okay. Got, some, got some matches IG. today. U.S. Open. My, my friend Lisa Byington going to get me courtside for a Bucks game coming up. Uh, USOpen.org, your online home for point-by-point point live scoring highlights, real-time stats, and draws. Visit the official tournament site at usopen.org. Guess what? We've got our guaranteed locks coming up next. Oh, it's getting crowded. TC Live at the U.S. Open is brought to you in part by Cadillac. Be iconic. Back with our People Magazine stars in the stands. Who do we have here? Ah, does he pass up open dunks? <laughs> that Ben Simmons? <laughs> just kidding. That's, yeah, that's, yes, that's Ben. Yes, they were talking about him. They were booing him. him. Yeah, I know. That's hard. Come on. Yeah, that's, yeah. Lighten up. Lighten up. He's trying. That's, uh, <laughs> that's an Australian NBA player. <laughs> that's dating a Kardashian. Right. Like the glass. Which one? Really? Kendall. No, no, no. He used to date her. Sorry. I should mm. know this. Okay, next. <laughs> Who else do we have in the stands? There oh, he is. Man. Oh, Iron Mike. There he His is. His daughter's a big tennis player. Yeah, I've, I've met her. She's so sweet. She's, uh, she's a strong girl. Has there ever been a more intimidating athlete in their prime that you guys remember? Ben Simmons. <laughs> I'm talking about Mike. <laughs> oh, Mike. I think he's still, about Mike. still intimidating. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Uh, that, Rock that's Ken. scary looking. Uh, yeah. Awesome. For uh, more People Magazine stars in the stands, go to people.com. Where is it? Where is it? Drop the music. We need to drop yeah. the music. Okay. There we go. Hurdle in two seconds. Is that of the daytime? Is that of the day. Here is Kudermatova. Veronica Kudermatova is the 18th seed. And you know what? She has done something no other player has. But she's not dropped serve. I don't necessarily think of her as having uh, the indomitable serve. But she sure has been that way through three matches. Only faced two break points. She plays Anz Jabur tonight. That night streak match. is you think that's be going broken. down? What? I think that's going okay, down. Okay, so that's you're guaranteeing Anz Jabur? Are you, are you tipping your... That streak's going to be broken. Oh, okay. Let's not put... You think Anz Jabur is getting on the board with uh, a with break? The break? Yeah. Yeah, there's 100% about that. Sure. Arthur Ashe Stadium featured matches today on day seven. Casper Ruud against Quarantine Mute. Ruud, he can still get to number one in the world. Coco Golf in action. The only American on Arthur Ashe. Nikirios, Daniil Medvedev, 7 Eastern. Cannot wait for that. And then it's Jabur and Kudermatova. Unbroken. Guaranteed. Unbroken. Unsullied. 
Uh, all right, our guarantees. So, Paul, who is who is your guarantee? Who, who you got a lock on winning today? I for, I think I picked Casper uh, Ruud. I had two. You think? I had two. <laughs> yeah, I picked Casper Ruud. Okay, you forgot. Well, I've got so many important things on my mind. Like, I was trying to figure out, is 27 out of 27 100%? Is that 98%? Yeah. So I had to do that and then try to figure out this. So. 60% of the time, all the time. That's right. I'm going Casper Root. That's why I, I got to get another one. I got one on the scoreboard, one on the yeah. WCOM. I might as well get one more. You, got, you had Cam Nori yesterday. Yeah. Came through for you. Call. One and four. Huska, come oh, on. man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One and four. With Jeannie, the champ. I'm going to say, you, uh, you, you're going to leave with the... You uh, came, you saw you conquer. I'm going to leave on top. <laughs> Wait, who do you what have? Who's the guarantee? So... I, my pick is on Jabur, and then after seeing his stat, yeah. I'm like, it in my mind. Um, but no, she, especially because their second night match, I think the conditions will suit her game, and she will be able to move Kurnwitova all over the place and really play her uh, tricky game style. We're so boring. She's the fifth seed. I'll take the fifth seed on the men's side, which also is Kasparud. First up on the big court against Mute, who's a lucky loser. Congrats to him for getting to week two, but I think the luck of the lucky loser runs out against Kasparud. You're both going Kasparud. I, I, I feel like we, we shouldn't allow that. We what, what else we got? I was, yeah. was going to go uh, Curios, but I thought but you guys would I was going to say, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take the O. We have, a, we have a little bet going. I don't know if this would be my guaranteed lock, but I, I think Medvedev wins that match. Okay. okay. You say and Curios. Yeah. What's on the line? Dinner. What do you got? Dinner. Dinner. So where? Depends where McDonald's. it is. McDonald's. Oh, we're going to say – <laughs> Jeannie, pick a spot for them to go in L.A. Um, Elefante in Santa Monica. Okay, what she right. said. <laughs> That's where the kids go, you know, and do a lot of IGing. There we go, they IG and OG. And Don't worry, do we'll keep do, you cool. Do they bring their Tic Tacs there or Tic Tacs? They make Tic Tacs. Yes, Tic Tacs. Jeannie's got a good Tic Tac out right now. All right. Yeah. Go check it out. <laughs> uh, this was sorry. earlier I'm in the sorry. show. I'm We're sorry, going side Olivia by side. Anacone. Paul Anacone. Sorry, Olivia Anacone. From oh, 1986 wow. oh, to today. Gosh. Before and after. Look at that. Yeah, that <laughs> sums it up. There you go. Was and is, folks. Was and is. He could, he could probably do like a TikTok with the. I was going to say, that's, that's the beginnings of a TikTok there. I just want Brent Musburger. Why, why did we cut out Brent? That's, uh, we're looking live at Paul Anacone that's after right. beating John McEnroe. Did anyway. they call it the talk? Because they call it the IG. Oh, <laughs> no, we're gosh. back to that. He doesn't stop. I'm just trying. When I see my daughter later on, I'll be able to just throw all this stuff. I thought at she was her. your social media manager. Well, she's on sabbatical right now. Olivia. I hope yeah. she's watching this <laughs> and will make so much fun. Yeah. Dad, dad jokes. This guy is the best dad jokes. Uh, her last day. Yeah. Last yeah. day for Jeannie Bouchard. Good we got effort. a big trip coming up. Are you killed it here. Week you did one, so well. Week one winner. Thank you. This has been so fun. And, yes, I've been trying to train in the afternoon, so I'm going to be training all of next week and then head to India. And uh, we'll be tuning in to watch you guys next week. Can I say something not facetious? Forgive me. This, this seriously, no, no jokes. This is, this is her red book. I mean, the idea that she just sort of rocks up and starts talking tennis. I mean, this is filled Th- with. Those are uh, secrets. Those are, those are tops. That's Wait, top I secret. No, no jokes. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really impressed by how work. you prepared for this. Thank and, uh, you. The, the idea that, oh, you just, just get a former player and they rock in and go through some highlights. I'm really, seriously, I'm impressed by buttoned the way. Up. Thank you. Buttoned up. Yeah. No, you need up. to research. I like being prepared. I like trying to do the best I can in everything I do. So I want to feel ready. You guys are such professionals. I have to you try really your, hard. You brought your A game. Stepped up. I mean, yeah. last summer you were great. You were even better. Right. Don't say that, Steve. You, you, Is you it got true? even. Yeah, no, it's totally true. I wouldn't yeah. lie. You got <laughs> go into matches now. Yeah. That's the goal. Then back, you guys can back, talk about me more. Back yeah. to the day job. We right. like, have, we like Which, having you here. I prefer to see you on the court too. Thank Absolutely. You. 
But when, when you work with us, you're part of the family. So, like, we are literally forever supporters now. You'll be getting text messages. Great job in India. First round win. <laughs> you'll be getting, go. you'll be sure. getting go. stuff on the IG. You'll be getting some Tic Tacs from DM me. Just slide in the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one. Chanda Rubin will be on the show tomorrow as Jeannie is off back on the WTA. Great job. Great to have you. Thank you. Amen. Well done. Thanks, Good everybody, morning. for once Good again morning. watching TC Live at the U.S. Open. Presented by Evian. First ball is coming up. We will see you tomorrow morning.